Hi everyone, this is your host, Kimyata Morris-Kizito, and thank you for tuning in to the He Speaks Louder podcast. On here, I will help you discern between the voice of God and the devil. Now let's begin. Hello, hello everyone. Welcome back to another episode. We are going to be talking about how to resist the devil and make him flee from us. Now, this isn't something that you just do once and for all. When you resist the devil and he flees, he going to come back, but you're going to have to resist him again and again and again. And each time you'll be stronger. Some things might be small. Some things might be large, but it is possible that if we resist the devil, he will in fact flee from us. It is in the word of God and God is not a man that he shall lie. Before we get into this episode this week, I did want to apologize for any background noise that you may hear. I am recording this particular episode in my car. You got to be obedient to the Lord. Um, the Lord told me to record right now. So I am recording. So our foundation is going to be coming from James 4, uh, James chapter four and seven. And it says, submit yourselves then to God, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come near to God and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners and purify your hearts. You double minded. Woo. Y'all, this is so good because we go through so much here on earth, so many trials we go through, so many tests that we go through, so many temptations that come our way. There's nothing wrong with the tests from the Lord. We want to always make sure we pass that if we can. And if we can't, we know we got some things to work on. But when the enemy tests you, he only come to test you to destroy you. When the enemy tests you, he only tests you to destroy you. See, when the Lord tests you, not tempt you, but when the Lord tests you, it is only to elevate you. It is only to grow you. It is only to prepare you for your next season. But when the enemy comes to test you, he comes to destroy you. And so what does it look like to resist the devil? Well, we know that no matter if it's small or if it's large, it could be something small as you sleeping in. You know, you got a purpose why you keep sleeping in or you overeating. You know, you want a healthy body. Why you keep overeating? Or it could be something as something large. You know, you arguing with your coworker at work. You know, you're going to lose your job. You got to resist the enemy and he will flee from you. It can be something uh, big, like responding to a text message for somebody coming to ask you to fornicate with them or do something that is contrary to your Christian walk. It could be you not going to that place that don't serve you. It could be you not hanging around a certain group. You have to resist the devil in all forms. He comes in various ways. It might be a place that draw you that might look glitterous and glamorous. It might be a person that draws you there, draws you to their attention. It might be a thing. It might be, um, I mean, it could come in any particular way to you, whatever you may struggle with. See, he, the devil not going to get you with something that is not, you know, that you, you're not drawing to that you don't like. If he know you like money, 
He going to try to tempt you with money and not to get it in a good way because there's nothing wrong with being wealthy. There's nothing wrong with doing what God has called you to do and you are having a profit off of that. But when if you are struggling with money and the devil is saying, hey, I, I need you to do this scam or I need you to do that, you have to resist that. If you are struggling with sex before marriage, the enemy is going to try to send you nice looking guys or nice looking girls your way. So that way you can mix up with the wrong, you know, crowd or the wrong people. And these ain't nice Christian people who know the word of God, who want to help you and strengthen you. These are people who are sent by the enemy to distract you, to throw you off your square, to have you, you know, get off your walk with God. Ultimately, that's what the enemy wants you to do. He wants you to be off of your walk with God. He does not want you to succeed. He does not want you to move forward in life. He wants to keep you stagnant. He wants to keep you confused. He will only tempt you. That's why the word of God says when we you know, fall into temptations, we are only drawn away by those evil desires in our heart. We are not forced to sin, but when we are drawn away, these are things that we have not dealt with. These are things that we have not carried to the Lord. These are things that we have not given over to God to heal us, to help us, to deliver us, to strengthen us. These are things that we have kept and the enemy is not going to tempt you with something that you have overcome. He may, he may. Cause he, he'll, he'll do it. The temptation comes in many forms. He just might, but nine times out of 10, it is always going to be with that thing that you are struggling with. How do you resist the enemy? You got to draw near to God. The word tells us that we must draw near to God and God will draw near to us. That is how we resist the enemy. God is saying if we draw near to him, if we ask him, you know, in that moment that in the heat of the moment that that temptation come, God, help me. God, give me the skills or the strength. Lord, give me the opportunity to get out of here. Because let me tell you something where there is temptation. There is always a way of escape. You ain't never forced to sin. You don't never have to be forced to sin. But there is always a way to escape. There's always a way to get out. You resist the enemy by, by drawing near to God. You can do this by reading your word, reading the Bible. You can do this by praying. You can do this by worship. Just imagine if you were struggling with, let's just say, for instance, if you were struggling with maybe pornography or something like that, just imagine that if you begin to worship and sing a worship song, you're not going to want to watch that porn. Just imagine if somebody texts you to come over tonight and you was just getting ready to lay down, but they asking you to come over to do, you know what? Just imagine if you started praying, God, help me where I am weak. You are strong. God, I need you right now. God, I don't want to fall into this sin again. That's why the word of God tells us to wash our hands, sinners, and purify our hearts double-minded because we go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth to the things that God does not want us to do because he knows that it only causes hurt. It only causes pain. It causes depression. It causes all of these feelings 
in mindsets that God does not want on his children. He only wants the best for us. God only wants the best for us. But Satan, Satan wants the worst for you. And what Satan's goal is, is for you to keep on dibbling and dabbling in that sin until he gets an opportunity to expose you. So that way he can just embarrass you. So that way he can ruin your name. That way he can ruin that opportunity that you had for that position at work. That way he can ruin that opportunity that you had for that good relationship that God was bringing into your life. But instead you couldn't wait because you could not resist the enemy. You can resist the enemy with the word of God. But you have to get in your word. The entrance, the, the, um, the Bible gives light. It says that the entrance of thy word gives light. When you invite the word of God into your life, it gives you light. It gives you understanding. It gives you perspective. The entrance of thy word gives light. Allow, allow the word of God in your life today. The Lord does not want the devil to have power in our life. See, the power, the power belongs to God. The enemy does not have power unless you give it to him. But if you don't give it to him, he is powerless. So when he comes in those many forms of temptation, which he will every single day, you will have to resist him and he will flee. You can be having a conversation, maybe a disagreement with someone. And instead of saying anything back, just let them talk. And in your mind, pray to the Lord. How do you want me to respond? What do you want me to say back? God, do you even want me to speak right now? And the Lord will give you the direction and he will also give you a way out. Come on, somebody. He will give you direction and he will also give you a way out. But when the enemy comes, there ain't no direction. There's only confusion. And with God, there's a way out, but not with the enemy. When you, when you let him in and give him an inch, he'll take a mile. He'll run a whole lap around your life. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. See, when you're double-minded, it just means that your mind is not made up. You got to make up your mind about that situation. You got to make up your mind that you don't want to do that particular thing no more. That's not benefiting you. You got to make up your mind. Whatever temptation that the enemy is bringing your way, it is already something that you have not yet given over to the Lord. Or it just may be something that you're giving over to the Lord and he testing you to see if he can destroy you. But the word of God says that if we resist the devil, he will flee from us. Hallelujah. So right now, I just want to pray in the mighty name of Jesus, Father God, help us to draw near to you because your word says that if we draw near to you, you will draw near to us. So even in the midst of temptations, Father God, you are there with us. Help us to worship in those moments. Help us to pray in those moments. Help us to get in our word in those moments, Father God, because when we invite you, you provide a way of escape, Father God. The enemy has no power unless 
yes, we give it to him, Father God. And so right now, if you are listening to me, I just want you to say, Father, I'm giving the power to you. The enemy has no power in my life. Father God, when I am faced with that temptation, I will invite you in because you will provide a way of escape. You will give me the right direction to go down the right road, Father God. Father God, I thank you for helping us in the way that we talk in the way that we walk. I thank you for guiding us and giving us direction to the right places, giving us the discernment to be around the right people. Father God, we thank you. Help us to stop doing the things that break our heart in your heart, Father God, but give us the strength, Father God, to get in your word daily, to pray daily, to worship daily. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen.